The horseman was a Hessian mercenary sent to the shores by German princes to keep Americans under the yoke of England. But unlike his compatriots who came for money, the horseman came for love of carnage. Welcome to the Fluent Nerd, a not-so-serious discussion on all things nerdy. I'm Z. I'm Neil. This is a show where we discuss our love-hate relationship with the most famous and infamous franchises, movies, shows, and games of the nerd world. This week we're talking about... Sleepy Hollow. The 1999 movie. Yes. Which actually uh, may be the oldest story we've covered. Oldest story we've covered. From the late 16, early 1700s. Perhaps. Well, well, 1770s. What about Dracula and stuff? Are we, yeah. uh, that's a good point. I may be older. Yeah. Anyway, Sleepy Hollow, uh, a Tim Burton film. So did not think I would like this movie An whatsoever. An Ichabod Crane novel made into a Johnny Depp slash Tim Burton movie. <laughs> Everyone fucking nails their roles in this, by the way. But anyway. Ichabod would be a cool name for a dog. Oh, fuck yeah, it would. Ichabod, <laughs> get over here. Like like a bloodhound? It's not Neil. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, so, uh, seven years. Head. Oh, fuck. I'm, I was counting the seconds. The year is 1799 in New York City, of all places. Vintage. <laughs> the fine vintage. Um, Ichabod Crane, played by Johnny Depp, um, is a police constable and Back is. New York was just called York. Yeah, that's. <laughs> It's wrong on so many technical <laughs> levels and real levels. Anyway, um, New Amsterdam. <laughs> and anyway, so he's a police uh, constable, and he is very upset with the medieval tactics that the other policemen use to uh, destroy criminals. They don't let him like you know examine bodies or anything like that. And as a sort of penance for his uppityness, I guess. Uh, they send him off uh, to Sleepy Hollow, a town two days north of New York. When you say where... they, Sir Christopher Lee sends yes, him. Yes, <laughs> Count Dooku and Saruman himself. He may send me anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> sends him off to Sleepy Hollow because there's been a series of uh, three murders, uh, all with decapitation. Uh, two of the murders being th- uh, Lord Van Garrett and his son. I assume he's a lord. They're kind of like nobles of the town. Um and they a can't widow. Be lords. They're American. It's post-revolution. Ooh, good point. Yeah, but they're they're effectively the lords of this town. They're the town elders. That's what it is. Um, and he goes off on here, and and he's held up in the house, or he's uh, staying in the house of and the note of the Van Tassel, Baltus Van Tassel, played by. A wonderful actor that'll let you guys let you get to in your section. There's so many good. Oh actors. man, I, I every second on the screen, I was like, "Ah, it's them!" So ah, Baltus, Baltus Van Tassel. Yes, Baltus okay. Van Tassel. Um, yes. Uh, and uh, he meets uh, Baltus Van Tassel, the town doctor, Thomas Lancaster, Reverend Steenwick, and notary James Hardenbrook. Oh, also magistrate Samuel Phillips. Um, and he also meets the daughter Katrina Van Tassel. Wood smash. 
uh, hashtag would smash. <laughs> and um, it's Christina Ricci. Are you sure? What's you that? hate her. In, you hate Christina Ricci in literally everything. When what did I hate her in? Because I didn't recognize her much in this. Beetlejuice. Oh, I just no, wait. Beetlejuice. no, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. She's the girl from Casper. So I, I, I've never said anything wrong bad about her. I didn't even know her name until this movie. She's like the quintessential goth girl. Oh well, she was fucking amazing in this. Also, I don't have a, th- I don't have a thing against goth girls anymore. Anyway, anymore. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, anyway, um, the town folk all tell him that it's the murders have been done by the headless horseman. Uh, a Hessian who was killed by American soldiers at the end of the revolution. Um, what the fuck is he? <laughs> <God damn laughs> I'm it. Still laughing. Um, I'm listening. <laughs> they're all been done by the headless horseman, a, a raised specter from a distant past, uh, actually 20 years before this during the revolution. The ghost where, with the most, the ghostest with the mostest. And, uh, he is played by another wonderful actor. Hey, I'm walking here. <laughs> And of course, Ichabod does not believe in any of this stuff. He does not believe in anything but reason and science. Um, so he's very, very skeptical and just assumes that somebody is fucking killing people very badly. Um, essentially, uh, the early parts are him just trying to get acclimated to town. And then, uh, oh God, what was the name of the guy? Um, uh, Jonathan Masbeth. Uh, a just a, a faithful servant of one of the elders gets fucking murked by the horseman. Uh, and then they have a funeral for him and young Mas- Masbeth, young Masbeth. The, the, the victim's son, uh, pledges it on his honor to offend his father and help Ichabod in his uh, investigations. The Then at the funeral, uh, Mr. Phillips confides in Ichabod saying, there are four deaths, or four graves, but five five victims, uh, which leads them to exhume all the victims. Where he finds out that the widow was actually pregnant and with child. Mm, um, intriguing. Yeah, yeah it's quite. Um, <laughs> which then leads by a stalk. Which then leads them to believe that there's some sort of conspiracy, some sort of secrets that's going on here. Um, they the. So the Hessian was actually murdered in the Western Wood, which is this haunted wood near town, because of the Hessian's murder there, um, is, is what the townsfolk believe. So Ichabod and young Masbeth go into the woods to attempt to find the grave of the horseman. Oh, actually, I'm skipping ahead, because um, Mr. Phillips also uh, gets murdered to shit by the horseman <laughs> in front of Ichabod, letting him believe that the horseman is actually real. Uh, he almost loses himself in that discovery as well. Uh, again, Johnny Depp just fucking nailed this role. Like, he nails all his roles, I guess. But um, uh, they go into the woods. He asks for any strong man who will go with him. Only young Masbeth goes with him. Uh, and they find a witch in the woods, supposedly. Who then, played by? Who was it played by? Johnny Depp's in this movie. Who else is in this movie? I was going to say Helena Bottom Carter. Yes. Okay. <laughs> it's always a little bit. She's always in there somewhere. Yeah. You can't um, see her, but it's her. Yeah. It was. Actually, it, I'm not even sure that's true, but I'm going to Google it and I'm guaranteed that's right. I but, don't think it is because I think it was played by the same woman who played nah. the. Uh, when she um, when she takes her, I think, okay, whatever, we'll find out. Yeah, perhaps. Anyway, so he finds this woods witch who then um, decides to help him find what he's looking for and she she uh, chains herself in and lets an evil spirit take over her which tells him to follow the indian path to the tree of the dead and then follow it down to the 
to the grave of the horseman, uh, which as they're leaving, uh, Katrina actually followed him into the woods as well. And they seem to have this little budding love story. Um, and what's that? Burn her at the stake. <laughs> Does she uh, they float? Is she a duck? She turned me into a newt. Um, <laughs> so they find the tree of the dead, and when he begins to inspect the tree, it bleeds, and he begins chopping at it with an axe. And it nobody makes me bleed him. my own blood. Nobody. <laughs> and he finds, and he finds the collection of the severed heads that have been taken by the horseman, plus a bunch of other heads. It looked like, um, and he finds the corpse of the body, which has recently disturbed soil. Well, I believe which, the Hessian took a lot of heads during the war, which is why yes. he, he had a he had a head fetish before yeah. he was beheaded, which, which was yeah. ironic. <laughs> Which is actually a quote from someone in the movie. That's outstanding. ironic. <laughs> ironic. Um, and uh, as they're digging, as he digs up the the grave of the Hessian, he finds that there's the skeleton there minus the skull, and he deduces that whoever has the skull must be controlling the horseman. And if the only way to defeat the horseman is to return the skull to the grave or so to he the headed horseman. him off of the pass. God damn it! <laughs> Don't get ahead of me. Um. <laughs> Fuck you, that was good. Anyway, <laughs> uh, as they're inspecting it, the tree begins like opening up, and the horseman and his uh, what was the horse's fucking name again? Daredevil. It was Daredevil. That was it. And they leap from the tree and go off to supposedly murder a muxt. Uh, and actually, the horseman does go to the village, murders the midwife and her entire family, including her very young son. Um, and then actually also kills Brom, who is Katrina's suitor, Johnny uh, Rico because he attempts out. to. Because <laughs> what now? Johnny Rico pops out and tries to save the day. That was who that was. <laughs> Shit, I knew it. I knew it. Also, he um, does not want to kill Brom. He tries to brush. No, him no, off no, several that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so so he's not been. Told he only to kill kills Brom because Brom does not fucking let up. Yeah. Um. Otherwise, the horseman has only ever killed its victim and then gone away. Victim or victims. Um. Then I not another Johnny Rico, bro. I just I was I was entranced by the movie. I was just you know uh, bewitched by the movie, you may say. And I was just watch. I was just really enjoying the story. I knew he looked familiar. I just did not. I didn't hit me who he was. Um, this then is for Rio de Janeiro, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> God damn it! Only good bugs a dead bug. Um, <laughs> anyway, so. It, it then, um, as, the as the horseman kills them, uh, and Ichabod then decides to realize or hypothesizes that he's attacking very specific targets linked by a supposed conspiracy. He and Masbeth visit Hardenbrook, who then reveals that the first uh, reveals that the first victim, Peter Van Garrett, had secretly married the the now deceased widow and had had a last will and testament that d left everything to him, to her, and her unborn child. Um, upon his death. So then uh, Ichabod starts deducing all the people who would benefit from all these people's death, and he assumes that it is actually Baltus Van Tassel, who is the next of kin, essentially, because they say anyone who's anyone in this town is kith and kin to each other, uh, which kith and kin, I'm bringing that back. That is a really good phrase. Um, Katrina, upon discovering that... Don't get ahead of yourself here. God damn it, you fucker. Katrina discovers that uh, because fucking Ichabod writes it in his fucking journal that he's that he's um, accusing her father. She gets very angry, burns the evidence, the will and the letters and everything. Um, and then Hardenbrook 
apparently commits suicide. They say he hanged himself, and they never really returned to that. Did he can? Do you think he actually did that? I don't know. Yeah, I think it was uh, the real victim, which we'll get to, or the real villain rather. Um, then, as uh, he's burning the evidence, uh, Baltus um, or the the Reverend assembles the entire town into the church to all speak ill against Ichabod to try and run him out of town. Uh, when they do that, however, um, well, actually, something else had happened. Ichabod had seen uh, um, Van Tassel's new wife. Lady Van Tassel. Fucking Katrina. A, uh, no, not Katrina. Lady Van Tassel. Yes, fucking, I think it was the, the Reverend? Yeah, Somebody. fucking the Reverend in the forest, and she sliced her hand and rubbed blood on his back. Very witchcrafty. There's a lot of witchcraft blood, in this. Blood magic. Kat- yeah, Katrina is like a, sort of a good witch, and apparently Ichabod's mother was like a good witch. It all comes to you in weird places, and and I'm gonna wrap this up here soon. Essentially, that when they're attacked, uh, the headless horseman runs up on Lady Van Tassel, which causes Baltus to run in fear, assuming that he had murdered her. Uh, and he's coming after Baltus. They all run into the church. He cannot cross into the hallowed ground. Um, and then they start accusing each other of everything. Which is bullshit because all of America, there are so many dead Native Americans under most of our feet that he shouldn't be able to ride anywhere. I'm know. sitting on land that lots of Native Americans were killed on. Well, they're Most assuming that are. Christianity is the only true religion here. But also, actually, uh, it kind of makes sense because they use Christian magics to make him because she swore her soul to Satan, getting ahead of myself. Fair. But I so guess. so that kind of a thing. So he is a an agent of hell. So that's why he can't cross the church. Um, however, uh, inside, uh, one of the conspirators begins to confess his crimes to Baltus and just kind of come clean. He's like, I'm so sorry, your friends have done you ill. The Reverend takes the giant cross, murders him <laughs> with, with the cross. Baltus shoots the Reverend, and then he takes his boomstick, because everyone's like, get him, because the, the horseman only wants him, and they're going to move him outside. He gets up above on this altar. The horseman r- takes something from the fence, spears him, and harpoons him out the window, and decapitates him. It was the best fucking scene in the movie. Um, I like the, the beheading with the axe later on. That's pretty good, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, there was a lot of good shit, but this one caught me off guard. I was like, what's going to yeah. do with that fence? I was like, oh, <laughs> yes! <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad I found a Tim Burton movie you like. I'm it's so glad. Years in the making. Like. Um, and then um, earlier, uh, uh, Masbeth had seen like a weird spell charm underneath Ichabod's uh, bed, which had, uh, he had said was the eye of evil. Um, and then Katrina. He's also had a stupid 11 year old boy. Yeah, <laughs> like, Katrina had been him? drawing that same symbol on the church floor when everything was happening. Um, and we find out later it's actually a uh, healing or a protection charm. Spell of protection um, for those you love. But th- but because Ichabod thinks that was an evil thing, he believes Katrina actually is the one who was doing all of this. So he begins to leave. Uh, but then as he's in his carriage, he starts realizing, nah, shit does not really line up. Uh, and then we find out that Lady Van Tassel actually was not murdered, and she begins to raise the horseman once again to hunt down Chris Katrina. I almost said Christina. Um, there's a final battle, or a really cool battle in a windmill where he blows up the windmill. And we well, tries... failed to mention that she's trying to kill Katrina, and the whole reason she raised the oh, uh, yeah, the yeah, horseman in the first place is just to get money. Well, so yeah, she well, married a rich guy. Well, so yeah, so her family. she married a rich guy yeah. that had taken her family's land. And she had him killed, but then all these other people found out about things, and they had to get killed, and yeah, all these so other this, conspiracies. It's, it's sort of a comedy of errors in that respect. So yeah, she just wanted money. It's all about money. Murder begets murder. 
Yes. And uh, they, um, they, they run away from the windmill, but they says, is he dead? The problem was he was dead to begin with. And they keep running through the woods. Eventually, uh, Lady Van Tassel uh, co- arrives, grabs uh, Katrina, tries to sacrifice her to the horsemen. Uh, but they, she drops the skull in the meantime. There's a scuffle, and then Ichabod throws the skull to the horseman, which he puts it on, and then the coolest she fucking goes, animation. bro. <laughs> uh, yeah, the coolest animation of just flesh and muscle and skin begins to reacclimate over his head. Walking with filed-down teeth. Yeah, with the filed-down teeth. Yeah, filed teeth. He's and terrifying. I, I do hate that the skull didn't have filed-down teeth first. Why, did, why was that a, a thing they didn't do? Shut up. Anyway, up. he gr- he then takes his revenge and... Grabs Lady Van Tassel, throws him on her, throws her on his horse, rides towards the tree, bite kisses her, and then essentially, I guess, takes her to hell. Presumably to be his wife. Presumably, and that's my assumption. Actually, or, that's a really good one. Yeah, that's really yeah. good. Which then leads uh, Ichabod, Masbeth, and Katrina to live happily ever after back in New York, just in also, time for the with new century. Zero proof to prove anything. They that's how good. That. That's how a good horror movie ends, though. That's true. You can never prove it. That's true. It's always a story. But yeah, that was the, that's essentially your plot. Uh, I probably missed a whole bunch, but who gives a shit? All right. We'll come we'll back, in, back a minute. in a minute with trivia. All right. So this movie is what you call action-packed, or it's uh, <laughs> got a lot of lead characters in it. So we're going to get through these quickly. Johnny Depp is Ichabod Crane. He's also Sweeney Todd, Jack Sparrow, Willy Wonka, Grindelwald, Mordecai. He was in 21 Jump Street. He's Edward Scissorhands. He was in Corpse Bride, King of the Hill, SpongeBob, Gilbert Grape, and he started in Nightmare on Elm Street in the 80s. I did first. not know that last one. Oh, yeah. That was his first movie. He gets uh, eaten by a mattress. That's fucking amazing. <laughs> like, guts first and then pulled in with his arms and legs. Like, well, the time I fell out of that hammock that I told you about, that's how he goes through the... <laughs> And then it vomits. It vomits Johnny Depp blood on the ceiling for like a minute straight. It's it's. You need to watch that. It's worth yeah, watching. Yeah, I definitely do need to. All right, Christina Ricci is Katrina Van Tassel. She was in Casper, Teen Titans, Malcolm in the Middle, Small Soldiers, and she was Wednesday in Adams. Wednesday Adams in the Adams Family. Small Soldiers. Yeah, that's why she's the goth kid because she was Casper and Adams Family. Yeah. Wednesday Adams. She's the, the the ultimate goth kid. Yeah. All right, Miranda Richardson plays Lady Van Tassel. She's hot, by the way. Um, she is in the unaired GOT prequel pilot. So we can speculate wildly what, what? house she was. I'm going to go ahead and say she's probably a Targaryen. Huh. Yeah, yeah um, probably, probably. She was in uh, Good Omens, which I still haven't seen. She's Rita Skeeter. Oh, my God. She's one of many Harry Potter people. Oh, my movie. God. And um, she's the mother, she's the friend of the Phantom and Phantom of the Opera. She's huh. like the little girl that grew up with him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 uh-huh. yeah. All right. Michael Gambron. Gambon was Baltus Michael Gambon. Gambon. Uh, he was Dumbledore. He's in the Kingsman movies. He was and... the second Dumbledore. Yes. He's in Elder Scrolls Online. He's in Doctor Who. And he's in Book of Eli. Oh, shit. He was in that movie. Yep. Oh, I, I loved like, his role in that, too. <laughs> I knew you were going to yell something when you realized it. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, fuck. That's a great movie. Casper Van Dien was Johnny Rico and also Brom Van Brunt, but he was just Johnny Rico. Uh, he was also in Alita, Battle Rico's Angel. Rico's Roughnecks. Uh, Call of Duty Black Ops. He's Johnny Cage in a Mortal Kombat TV show. He was in The Outer Limits and Married with Children. All right. Jeffrey Jones plays Reverend Steenwick. 
he's a pedophile, fun fact. But he was also IRL? Yeah. Oh. He got caught taking t- pictures of a 17-year-old boy, and then he's failed to re-up his uh, sex offender status several times and still gets work because that's how Hollywood works. Anyway, uh, he was Emperor, Emperor Joseph II in Amadeus, which I love that fucking movie. Mm. He's in Howard the Duck. He's the principal in Howard in uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, which that's the one everyone knows him for. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in Invader Zim. I don't know uh, Stuart Little, the Justice League TV show. He was the president in Fallout 2. He was in The Devil's Advocate, uh, the Batman animated series, Ah, Real Monsters, Tales from the Crypt, The Hunt for Red October, and, of course, he's the dad in Beetlejuice. Oh. All comes back around. Tim Burton uses the same people over and over. Yeah, yeah, I, I, for every every fucking movie. Richard Griffiths was Magistrate Phillips. Uh, he was He's Uncle Vernon Dudsley, Dursley. Holy fuck, dude! <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, he was in the Pirates of the Caribbean with Johnny Depp. He's King George in that. I didn't know King George was in that. <laughs> I think he's like a couple throwaway lines. Yeah. Uh, he's in the Hitchhiker's Guide. He's in the Naked Gun 2. He was in Goldeneye, and he was in Superman 2. Ian McDermott is Palpatine, obviously. He's Dr. Lancaster. Palpatine. Palpatine. That's pretty much it. Chris Walken, uh, which we've covered before, I think. Uh, he's yeah. the Hessian. He was in The Prophecy, Joe Dirt, Click, Stepford Wives, Catch Me If You Can, Blast From The Past, Pulp Fiction, Batman Returns, and the Deer Hunter. Lisa Marie plays Lady Crane. I think she's only in flashbacks. Yes. Um, she's the Martian girl from Mars Attacks. Holy shit. Also, I gotta say, hot. super attractive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just can't get over the fact that she's the Martian girl from Mars Attacks, who That's is crazy. also hot. And she's Nova in Planet of the Apes. Nova. I don't know. I expected you to know this. Which Planet of the Apes? Oh, oh, oh! It's magic. You know. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. I don't know who Nova is, but whatever. Yeah. Shit. Uh, you got to do those movies, man. Yeah. Michael Gow. Tim Burton one. <laughs> yeah. Michael Go, Gow, G O U H. I don't know. He's Notary Hardenbrook. Uh, he played Alfred Pennyworth in all that in the Batman movies. Like the one, like the, oh, yeah, the Tim Burton man. one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Actually, damn it. You're right. It all comes back around. God damn. And he's in Top Secret. And also, Christopher, or Sir Christopher Lee, it was in the beginning as the magistrate, uh, one of them. And Ray Park actually plays the uh, horseman with his head CGI. Oh off. my fucking god, that's AKA amazing! Darth fucking all. Yeah, so, you yes, mentioned to are, me there were three Sith lords in this. Yeah, <laughs> this movie has three Sith lords interacting with one another, and it's great. Oh, that's fucking amazing. Okay, so. Johnny Depp actually adopted Goldeneye, who's the horse that played Gunpowder, who is a Kabod Crane's horse. Yeah. Who also later on in my notes, it was we found out is very flatulent and made the cast laugh a lot. So Johnny <laughs> Depp bought a farty horse. <laughs> a farty horse. <laughs> it's a farty party, boys. <laughs> God damn it. Alright, yeah. It was only after being cast that Christopher Walken admitted he didn't know how to ride a horse. I mean, is it that hard? He's got to act like you can ride a horse. It doesn't matter if yeah. you can. Yeah. All right. Johnny Depp initially found the idea of Christina Ricci being his love interest to be really weird because he's known her since she was nine years old. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, was he also nine years old? I <laughs> uh, hope they didn't let the other guy around. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have a problem with it. Uh, yeah. All right, so Johnny Depp did all his own stunts in the final scene where he's dragged by the horse, and he's wearing bulletproof clothing underneath his wardrobe. 
The idea of a headless horseman actually dates back to the Middle Ages in Europe in Celtic and German folklore. Washington Irving's Horseman is the most famous of all these, and mm-hmm. it came out of the U.S. publishing a bunch of stuff. Um, it is said to be inspired by the headless body of a Hessian Jaeger found, um, and they were sharpshooters and horsemen um, somewhere in Sleepy Hollow, which is a real place. And there were real Van Tassels who actually buried him in an old Dutch burying ground in an unmarked grave. That's so, pretty fucking cool. There's a basis for this. I thought it was all just fucking made up. That's really cool. So Washington Irving claimed that Ichabod Crane and Katrina of Van Tassel were actual real people. Ichabod Crane is based on Colonel Ichabod Bennett Crane, who was born in 1787 and fought in the War of 1812. Washington Irving and Colonel Crane met in 1814 in Fort Pike on Lake Ontario in New York. So he actually met this guy and kind of got some story out of it. Huh. I mean, yeah. that's fucking awesome. And also, if this goes back to Middle Ages, this is the oldest tale we've told. Well, the the general story of a headless horseman, rather. Right, right. So historically, Ichabod Crane's supposed to be super ugly. Now, Johnny Depp wanted to wear prosthetics to make himself look ugly, but Tim Burton wanted to base the character more on his unattractive personality traits, like his squeamishness and eccentricity. Yeah. I gotta say, everything really worked in this movie for me. Yeah, everything clicks really well. Yeah. Um, also, the headless horseman in the novel uh, lost his head due to a cannon blast in the American Revolution, <laughs> which is just badass. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty fucking great. <laughs> the whole movie was shot with a blue filter. So for the blood to be really, really red, they had to use a bright orange liquid. <laughs> yeah. well, that's how colors work. <laughs> right, so the casting crew said that when you're walking around the Sleepy Hollow set, um, it was almost like you were walking around in Tim Burton's head, which has <laughs> got to be terrifying. I was, about, I was just about to say that has to be the most terrifying thing I've ever heard of. I want to hang with Tim Burton, but I'd, I wouldn't drink too much with him. Like, I, I'd be afraid I, to get drunk and like, you know, pass out around Tim Burton because I would wake just want to. I would just want to watch you have have like beers or hang out with Tim Burton and Neil Gaiman in the same room and just see what the fuck happens. We'd write a cool movie, <laughs> <laughs> probably. We'd write the world's weirdest porno. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> also, this isn't even in my notes, but you know the Iron Maiden that's in the movie where his mom gets squished in the Iron Maiden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those things are bullshit. They weren't. Yeah, real. I, I was. I was gonna say that. Yeah, yeah. Iron Maidens were just some weird like. Victorian scholar is like, oh, this makes sense. Mm-hmm. Bullshit. All right, so at 57 minutes in the movie, there's a three-way fight between Ray Park, Johnny Depp, and Casper Van Dien. Casper actually broke his index finger on his left hand, and he kept going because he didn't want to get his part cut short. I love this motherfucker. He pulled an Aragorn, man. <laughs> I fucking love this guy. That I reminds me of the story we told in the other episode. I was, I was just thinking where, where, where like, his daughter found out. Go? <laughs> yeah, her daughter, his daughter found out he was naked in that movie and yeah. everyone gave him shit. <laughs> All right. So uh, in real life, Casper Van Dien has relatives named Van Tassel. <laughs> Dude, it, it, you can't make this shit up. Oh, in, in, yeah. An old Dutch family for 400 years in the it's U.S. Amazing. All right, so the Headless Horseman never actually speaks in the whole movie. He has a few wordless commands that he says to his horse, yeah. and he says, shh. But other than that, he doesn't speak, Yeah, which I did, makes I sense. did notice it was Christopher Walken, and he didn't say one fucking word. Well, okay, I want you to imagine Christopher Walken trying to speak German. I get it. I get it. No, I the, when I like when he got when he got his head, when he got his head back in the movie, I was like he's not going to say a damn word because it's going to take everyone out of the fucking movie. He's just going to yell and scream and it's going to be awesome. Wow, man, tassel. <laughs> I don't know. It'd be bad. <laughs> hey, my horse is walking here. 
All right, so Tim Burton said in the DVD commentary that he hates when children are spared in horror movies. So he didn't spare him in this one. He killed that one kid in the mother's Don't womb and then dragged the kid out of the cellar and beheaded him. That was pretty fucking metal, I gotta admit. It's so metal. Uh, the dress worn by Christina K- Katrina Van Tassel, Christina Ricci, in the last shot of the movie is the same pattern as Michael Keaton's uh, outfit in the climactic scene of Beetlejuice. Also, Tim Burton. That's... Fucking cool. Man, that's <laughs> really goddamn cool. He's themed. Speaking of which, Winona Ryder was offered the role of Katrina Van Castle and turned it down. So this was almost Beetlejuice over again. That would have yeah. been weird with her dad from Beetlejuice yeah. movie too. Yeah, that that'd be really weird. I would watch it. All right, so this movie We know and, you would. Yeah, this movie and Bringing Out the Dead, which is another nineteen ninety nine movie that I didn't look up, were the last movies released on Laserdisc. <laughs> that's okay. Okay. Yeah, it's a fact. <laughs> It's a verifiable fact. All right, so the windmill was too large to be made on one soundstage because it was over five stories tall, and the sails weighed over two tons. Fuck, I just thought they digitalized that shit. That, that was nope. a fucking real set. That was awesome. Yep. So Sir Christopher Lee got prominent billing in the opening credits, but his only scene was before yeah. the opening credits even start. <laughs> I know, right? Because why not? Oh, boy. You got Christopher Lee in the movie. Push it. Yeah. All right, so not only so, were there three uh, Star Wars prequel Sith Lords in here, but uh, another stunt double who was also played the Horseman, Rob Inch, uh, was a Jedi Knight in the Clone uh, Wars. Phantom Menace. Oh. Yeah. Huh. So he's worked with Ray Park Dude, so for like 10 years. so much Star Wars shit. That's awesome. And also, yeah. this came out the same year that uh, Phantom Menace came out. All right, so there's only one cardinal in all of England, apparently. Bird. I don't know how, because there's cardinals flying around my fucking house. They only, there's only one in all of England, and they weren't allowed to use it. So they dyed a pigeon red and scruffed up his hair. And Tim Burton said the, whole, the hardest part of the whole movie was finding a fucking cardinal. And then they had a wonderfully fake one. And he's like, you know what? I love it. Keep it. <laughs> That's my favorite fact. There was no cardinal. They filmed this in England, and it's in yeah. America. That's Well, a yeah. lot of the actors are British. All right, so the fake forest built on the sound stages ended up becoming pretty much real for uh, real forests because birds moved in and bugs and shit. And most of the birds you hear in the movie, they just couldn't get out of the sound stage. They just lived in the trees, <laughs> the fake trees. They, they made nature, and that's, that's amazing. Yep. All right, so Chris Walken plays a school teacher in the Dead Zone, one of his first big movies. And at the beginning of the class uh, in that movie, he teaches The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. Wait, so that movie came out before this one? 1983. Oh, fuck. That's awesome. So Liam Neeson, Brad Pitt, and Daniel Day-Lewis were all considered for Ichabod Crane. Oh, man. Yeah. At 45 minutes when Katrina Van Tassel is casting a spell over Johnny Depp, she's actually speaking from an ancient Christian hymn, Te Diem. And it says, In media nos las almas, which uh, translates to, We are in the middle of praise, or the midst of praise. Mm. I was wondering what the Latin she was saying was. That's kind of cool. All right. Well, give us a minute. We'll come back with theories. All right. So we were unable to find any fucking thing. Fan yeah, theories on the only thing, movie. the only kind of theories I can find are anything about the series or the Disney movie. But apparently no one wants to do any sort of fan theory or critical examination of this movie because apparently it only has a 68 on Rotten Tomatoes and was not super well received. But yeah, doesn't make any sense. Um, however, I, uh, go ahead. I was going to say, I have a uh, article I found called 13 Things You Didn't Know About Tim Burton. Uh, okay. Uh, go ahead. I'm curious. <laughs> All right. Uh, several of his films are based on drawings he made as a kid. 
which is okay. terrifying because if my child drew like that, I would drown them in a well. Oh, <laughs> you, mean, you mean again? Yes. Drown more. I have a little room left in the well, like a little bit. <laughs> it's almost full, but. Uh, so in the sev- late 70s, uh, he got a job directing Hansel and Gretel for Disney. So there's a Hansel and Gretel movie he did for Disney in the 70s or so early that, 80s. That exists? Yeah. Uh, we had to find Disney it. didn't want to release the original Frankenweenie that he did for them, which I love Frankenweenie. You ever seen it? it? No. It's a, like it's on I know Disney what it, I know Plus. what it's about. I'm not into it. You don't know like, what it's about. Okay. <laughs> it's a it's a weenie dog that's Frankenstein. Oh really? Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. This kid's dog dog gets run over and he uh, electrifies it back to life, and the town tries to kill it, and he ends up saving the boy later in front of the whole town, and everyone loves him. And then the cool part is they kill him. They kill him again, right? And mm-hmm. it'll big windmill because that's just a thing. With, <laughs> with Frankenstein, yeah. Uh, and then when they realize that he dragged the kid out of the burning windmill, they're like, well, shit, we killed this thing. So they don't have an elect- electric strike, but the whole town's trying to save him. So they take all their cars and they wire him up in a big battery bank and shock him back to life. Oh, and it's super sweet. Cool. Good to know. <laughs> Sammy Davis Jr. was almost Michael Keaton's character in Beetlejuice. Sammy Davis Jr. Of the Rat Pack. Holy shit. That would have been real weird, but I would have Oh, yeah, it would have been weird. That would, oh, wow. And apparently, okay. Jack Skellington makes a cameo in Beetlejuice and a bunch of other Burton movies. Okay, that's cool. I mm-hmm. like that. I like mm-hmm. that a lot. <laughs> yep. And apparently a lot of famous actors were attached to Edward Scissorhands before Johnny Depp did it. Of course, this is a clickbait article, so it doesn't tell me who. Yeah, oh, uh, no. Michael Jackson, maybe? Tom Hanks? Oof. Ugh. That would have been weird. Yeah. Oh, my God. I didn't know he made Mars Attacks, but apparently he made Mars Attacks. I love that movie. Tim Burton? Yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, it makes he, a lot of sense. That's he very Burton-y. to make Mars Attacks, a movie based on a violent trading card series over, a, <laughs> over another series about violent trading cards. Um, <laughs> God damn it. Pick anyway. one and make a movie. I will say, um, getting back to the Sleepy Hollow movie, I I, I really like um, like I like the idea. I liked uh, Lady Van Tassel's kind of her reasoning for everything, um, and and I think a good theory was you know she flat out said in the movie she's like I I I gave myself to Satan, <laughs> and she was raised by her woods witch mom, um, but I like to think here's just a theory, right? You know how. Um, the sister uh, was, you know, taken over by like a weird spirit or whatever. Mm-hmm. What if that was the spirit of his mom, like helping him, but like, you know, the weirdness of it all, like fucked up everything. Like, I don't know. That's seems like a cool theory. And, uh, and I liked your thing earlier though. Like uh, actually like how her punishment for everything is now she is the wife of the horseman in hell for all. Oh, the yeah. Now, Like that's a really good, I did also like her hand. Outside the thing, I when her hand kind of collapsed up, I thought it was going to do the come come hither thing, mm-hmm. and I was like, I was really upset that it didn't because I thought I was like, oh, that would have been fucking creepy as shit. Um, but uh, also, uh, that's again also probably why he wasn't able to because they used Christian magics and he came from hell. I think that's a decent theory. Um, but I also want to think that the Sith lords were all in cahoots together. You got a lot of little theories when I'm on number eight of my 13 things yeah. that you interrupted me in. <laughs> yeah, I interrupted you because you interrupted me all the goddamn time. So Whatever. Apparently, Tim Burton wanted a different ending for his Planet of the Apes movie. 
He didn't say what it was. <laughs> Apparently, Tim Burton has a fear of chimpanzees. <laughs> so he made Planet of the Apes? Yeah, I guess that's one way to get over it. He and his partner, Wait, Helena Bonham Carter, live in separate apartments. Are they still partnered? I thought they like broke up years ago. As of this article, which does not dated. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, he designed a balloon for the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade in 2011. And I'm looking at a picture of it, and you can tell he designed it. It's creepy. Des- describe it. <laughs> uh, large head, striped sweater. Like, it's stitched together like it's dead. I mean, it's typical Tim Burton. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm imagining a ghastly giant <laughs> balloon that I will haunt my memories forever. Yeah, I'll send you a picture of it. Yeah, wonderful. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, he acted in several films, uh, like Singles and Hoffa, but he was only like bit player in them. He created three animated series, apparently, which, God, they look terrifying <laughs> in the 80s. Uh, Tim Burton's How old Stain. Is Tim Burton? Tim Burton's Stain Boy is one of them. The other one's Family Dog. And there was a Beetlejuice show, apparently. Oh, I watched that as a kid. I did not. That's I mean, I, I watched a Beetlejuice cartoon. It may or may not have been that one. Well, that's that of that article, but there's more. Oh, let's see. What are these other clickbait articles? The real reason Hollywood <laughs> won't cast Rupert Grint anymore. Okay, mm. no. We're not, I don't know. We're fucking not going down I don't know what Rupert holes. Grint did. <laughs> he owns an ice cream truck. I know that. Hmm. Um, Suspicious. <laughs> fuck you man you're not allowed to say that oh man very i guess now would be a good time to say a fan theory that we missed in our uh speaking of rupert grint and the weasley oh, son of a bitch yeah Let yeah me we can it. talk about something we didn't do yeah all right in the wonka episode we totally fucking missed my favorite theory about the movie and that is that he is one of the uh he's fred fred yeah. or george he's george yeah. george is the one who he's george there. weasley it takes place after Fred and George, or after Fred dies. Mm-hmm. George is a magic candy man who decides to go muggle with it, and that's why he can do magic. <laughs> go has, muggle with it. <laughs> he went muggle, he went muggle mainstream. You never want to go full muggle. <laughs> he get, got away from the wizarding world because he's sick of it, and you know everyone's dead that he cares about, except you know I guess his sister and his stupid <laughs> brother. But she his married other. Harry, so who gives a fuck? Yeah, they have their own little weird four way going, and Fred and George were never part of it, so. He goes off, and that's why he's like a depressed little dude. And also, all the freaking um, Oompa Loompas could very well be like goblins, goblins or something, or house yeah. elves. Oh, definitely house elves. And we're just seeing them and through a different lens. They're def no, they're definitely George. George like fucked with the house elves. Yeah, because there you go. Why not? <laughs> There you go. Yeah. Not this movie, but we forgot that. And that was a very important fan theory we wanted to get to. It's still tied in because Tim Burton directed the remake of Willy Wonka. Also, there's a bunch of Harry Potter actors in this movie. Yeah, there you go. It's perfectly fine. It's connected. It's our fucking show, so we do what the fuck we want. All right. What is your least favorite part of this movie? Uh, My least favorite part of the movie. I did not think of this ahead of time. Um, I, hmm. Here's another article that says oh. 40, 40 creepy facts about Tim Burton, but sorry. Anyway, <laughs> here, here's, I guess here was my least favorite part of the movie. I definitely fucking called that it was Lady Van Tassel the second they were at the grave and he said, somebody must have the skull and is controlling him. I was like, it's the, it's the, it's the wife. It's definitely the wife because she's not the original mom. It's definitely her. And yet they suspect everybody else in the movie except her. Fair which enough. Didn't, which didn't, because everyone else, like everything else he was really good at picking up all the facts and stuff. And that, I just thought that was a little bit of a weak, uh, weak story point. Okay. Well, all right. Well, I'm going to say that the movie was too, okay. 
there was a very convoluted line of who did what to who, who done who, it, and who was connected. So there was not a scene where Johnny Depp put pictures up on the wall and connected them with red yarn. So I didn't know what was happening. I thought they were going to do that when he was writing all that shit in the book. I literally, thought... literally every other cliche was in here. So why not? Why yeah, not well, do he, a red he yarn? And Young Nazbeth were in his room and he was like putting names and stuff out. I thought oh, he was going to start connecting them all and like uh, like Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. And and you're right. I we did not get that scene and I felt kind of cheated. Mm-hmm. There you go. What's your what's favorite? Your favorite? Oh, okay, my favorite part. Yeah. Be, um. Be. Oof, what's my favorite part? I like Christopher Walken. <laughs> yeah. Just, I'm gonna just while you're talking, with, I'm gonna look him up with file if Helena was in. I'm gonna Christopher, see if Helena Bottom Carter was in there. I loved the. Uh, I I really loved the scene where the Americans finally catch up with him and murder him when he's in the woods and sees the twins. He's like, like yeah, he kills the shit out of. And then and then the girl and then and then Lady Van Tassel when she was a kid breaks the stick. Just fuck you, man. <laughs> I was like, that was pretty fucking metal shit. And then uh, yeah, I really liked. The, I really liked any scene that Christopher Walken had his head on in. <laughs> yeah. It's a great you? fucking movie, man. Um, I. God, all right. It's just got that gothy movie feel that Tim Burton, he's not the only one who can do it, but he's the king. I just like this. You're, you're absolutely, this movie had a re, it, it all really just came together. Yeah. Everyone they put in here, even the people we knew, they made them so 1700s and like mm-hmm. they fit in so well. They spoke choppy, weird Dutch English yep. that didn't make any sense and you didn't question it. You didn't even recognize Johnny Rico, man. Again, I re- I I was too uh, yeah, into the movie. I know that's the point. That's what I'm saying. The yeah. movie creates such an atmosphere that that's you're like, point. yeah, that was fucking Palpatine. Like, holy shit. Yeah, dude. And until you told me it was Palpatine, like after the fact, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, like they just so all many... meld into this movie. Like Michael Gambon and you know, um, uh, Sir Christopher Lee are just so iconic. But like, yeah. everyone else was really well hidden up by like makeup and costume. And yeah, they they, they became also... their characters. Yeah, this also, despite Johnny Depp not wearing a lot of makeup, doesn't really catch yeah. me as Johnny Depp. No, I, 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 like, I saw him as Ichabod Crane. Like, yeah, he it, blends it was, in really well. Yeah, because he's not like a traditional leading man in this. He's like a germaphobe, creepy little fuck. <laughs> who, who, who's, who's an inspect, who's a murder inspector, but passes out at weird like things. Like I feel and like hates could, blood. Like he's a character that you feel like you could beat up. Most definitely, <laughs> yeah. It, but so, he gets the girl. But he's disarming. He's disarming. That, yes. That's good. So yes, there you go. That is yeah. uh, Sleepy Hollow. That's Sleepy Hollow, nineteen ninety nine, made by Tim Burton. Go see it, everybody. It's fucking amazing. On Netflix, like most of the things we review. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening to the Fluent Nerd. Go ahead and please join us next week. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Fluent Nerd. If you like what you heard, go ahead and please leave us a five-star review wherever you're getting your podcasts. Also, tell your friends about us. Like, seriously, text one right now or shout if you happen to be in public. You can send your feedback, show ideas, or behind-the-scenes stories to thefluentnerd at gmail.com. And we want to give a very special thanks to our musical talent, Sean Ryan. Check him out on Instagram, SoundCloud, and Facebook. And we'll see you guys next week. How often do I have to tell you? There is no horseman, never was a horseman, and never will be a horseman.
We have murders in New York without the benefit of ghouls and goblins. Here, here's a good one, but you, one of us said it'd be Katrina. I have shed my tears for Brom, and yet my heart is not broken. Do you think me wicked? No, but perhaps there's a little bit of witch in you, Katrina. Why do you say that? Because you've bewitched me. I will not be saying that to <laughs> I, either part. I will not say that to you. 